What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu Podcast. This is your TV look back. I wouldn't even call it a rewind. I would call it a look back, or we are discussing our favorite shows of, of the past. This isn't current TV. This isn't way, way back TV, but it's uh, somewhat past television. <laughs> That was a great synopsis of what this show is. We're not talking is. about I Love Lucy and Cheers, but we're not no, talking. No, I would do a Cheers fun pack, though. We could do a so Cheers you know. fun pack. I like, I watch a I ton of Nick. We should do a Nick at Night fun pack. Oh, that? dude, I'm so in. Okay. I'm so in. Yes, let's Nick do a Nick at Night Nick fun, at night pack. fun pack. Nick at Night fun pack, because that, that was Hell a staple. Yeah. Nick at Night for me. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> and this is not a uh, uh, WandaVision podcast either. Travis. No, but I, uh, I I haven't watched the uh, this week's episode, but I'm caught up. So up to that. I've only seen the first episode, and okay. I think I kind of see what they're doing as far as like is each episode sort of a different era of TV. Uh, you know, it starts that way, and then they have one in between that kind of brings you back to just Avenger stuff. Okay, and then it's back to sort of themed i think this week's episode was malcolm in the middle okay <laughs> this dewey Which, back here we are is dewey back uh i don't know i haven't seen i've been one. seeing a lot of dewey memes speaking of memes yeah i know he does show up i never liked that show okay and i feel like i'm conf- i'm i'm being confirmed that it wasn't that great because it seems like one of those shows that would be getting run into the ground by reruns by now I I forgot and what I never year it, it came all. out. I've always liked it as a kid because I thought it was it was a bit more anarchy than your modern show, and I dug that. Yeah, it's uh, definitely very spunky compared spunky to spunky is uh, a great word to use. Yeah, yeah, it had a little different feel. It did. They're uh, they're all kind of up to no good. The whole family was, you know, they're mm-hmm. kind of loud, crude, rude. It was sort of the Roseanne of the time, right? Okay, okay. I don't know that I've ever heard those two shows compared, but sure. I always liked Frankie Muniz and... Oh, see, he was the reason I didn't like the show. He didn't? I was a a big... Didn't? I just thought he was overrated. Not my guy. All right, well, we can maybe do a uh, Malcolm in the Middle fun pack and get Dewey on. I'm sure he's not doing anything. Yeah, he's I no, well he's he's in the meme game now. He's he's got to be catching some coins off that, right? He's had a lot Something. of memes. He's had you know, and some good ones too. Some good yeah, ones. The future is now, old man. Yeah, that's, that's a great favorite. one. I like the one where they're all sinking in the in the boat. <laughs> yeah, there's some good Malcolm like, Malcolm uh, Middle memes. Yeah, and the show uh, it, it wasn't a show that I hated. It was just a show that I, you know what I think it was. One of my really, uh, really good friends, still friends with him, loved that show. Mm-hmm. And I mostly just like to to dick around with him. So I just told him I hated it. So I developed an actual dislike for the show. Wow. Wow. Well, you know who else was on that show? Oh, so many people. But I think I know who you're talking about. Yep. I'm talking about... B. Cran. B- Brian Cranston. And he's also in Breaking Bad, which is really? what, what we're who, talking who, about today. Who does he play? Uh, he plays uh, Walter White or Heisenberg, as we come what? to learn. Yeah, oh, that's him. Whoa. That's him. That's the dad from Malcolm didn't even in the Middle. recognize him. He is. That's crazy. He is. He can kind of ch- change his look really well. Brian Cranston can. He's got for a very generic looking white dude. He has. He's a very malleable look. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but 
You know, the mu- is the the mustache and the hair. You change anything, and he looks very different. He can look really yeah. old and really young. So I was reading that he he did the um <laughs> he did kind of what the opposite of what a lot of actors do when they take a role that they're going to need to lose weight for. Yeah. So he came into the shoot about twenty five pounds over his normal weight, yeah. so that he could gradually lose back to his normal weight, and that would just look skinny. That's, that's genius. A, that's a good idea. That right? is a good idea. Yeah, that's a really just, good idea. Well, just, he was supposed to be kind of doughy. Pudgy. Anyway, like yeah, he was supposed yeah. to be a little doughy at first, not like fat, but doughy. You know. Yeah, just kind of dad bod. Yeah, and uh, no, that's that's pretty pretty smart. I think it's a genius move. I'm gonna do that for my next job. Okay. I'm gonna come in a come in a little <laughs> fat and then wow everybody with my hot bod. Hot bod. Hot bod That's right. Trav. That's right. So we're talking about the final two episodes of the season. The season was pretty short. Wasn't there a reason why it was short? Uh I don't think I think they just got a short order from AMC. Okay. I didn't I didn't see a specific reason. There's probably one out there, but it, I'm not so sure, but it is very short and an odd number of episodes. Very odd That's number of very episodes. Very weird, and it kind and of it is literally an odd number of episodes. Oh yeah, you're right. And uh, <laughs> it doesn't. The last episode does not feel like a season finale, like a normal season finale. It kind of feels like it just ended. You know, yeah, in a way? it does. Like I, I feel like it ended in a good spot. Yeah, but it's. It felt like it felt like there should be an eighth episode. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, which I wonder, because this show gained popularity, right? So uh, I don't yeah, think yeah. a people really noticed at first. I don't think there were maybe a lot of people complaining about the finale. It wasn't no, a bad finale. Or, it just was like no, it wasn't compared to some of the other cliffhangers on this show of finales, like Half Measure and um, mm-hmm. you know. I, it almost felt like episode six was the finale and seven was like a premiere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it felt like there was yeah. there was some there was an ending to a part of the story and a good jumping off point to go into for the next season and they kind of chose to pace it out a little bit differently. I feel like that's one of our chief complaints of every show that we watch maybe save Sopranos is uh, there's just general pacing of the show mm-hmm. moving through. Honestly, it's the first few. It's hard to do a show. Um, The first season, in particular, for this show, I think gets a little bit more not to the side. I guess Um, they're they're trying to figure out what exactly the show is. Mm -hmm. It feels like a lot of times throughout the first season, and I think that kind of lends to the sort of soft ending that we had. It wasn't soft, but it was still not like a finale ending. Yeah, it, it's, you know, you think finale ending and it's like it's like you said, it does feel like it's a premiere because, I mean, not to shoot all the way to the end, but it's pretty much Tuco beating up or killing. I forgot if he killed him or not. Yeah, he killed him. Killing. I think in the in the premiere, they, they just whip it in reverse and toss him out the, the door in front of them. Okay. Well, like pretty much killing the guy in front of Walt and Jesse and then pretty much saying, hey, now you're working for me. And that, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that, it feels like, I mean, that's not like a big moment where you're on the no. edge of your seat and being like, what's going to happen next? And maybe that's just because we know what happens next and we know how crazy sure. it gets and 
So it just, yeah, it, uh, it was like, oh, I forgot kind of that's how it ended. The first season. Yeah, maybe. I felt like we should be, we should, I mean, it, it, it was, it, it's really good in the respect that it leads incredibly well into the next season, but sure. it wasn't, it just felt like uh, if you were going to do it that way, there should be a little bit more of a cliffhanger yeah. type situation right. because you're, you've already introduced what your next season's going to be about now. But you um, know, that's fine. Like the first season, like it, yeah. it kind of, it's almost a prelude. Sort of a nitpicky it's almost complaint. A pre- yeah, yeah, it's a nitpicky, nitpicky complaint because I mean, it's, it's all good, you know, and yeah. this show is the the first season is definitely a, uh, a almost a, a prologue to the whole series in a way, where it's hey this is how, you know, hey here's all the steps, here's what happened to Walt to make him start selling meth and start selling meth for reals for reals, mm-hmm. not just yeah, one time, and-, and and being in sort of the the tentacles of the badass he's going to become. And also, you know, we hear Heisenberg for the first time. We see the hat for the first time, the glasses for the first mm-hmm. time. Uh, and he just, you know, this is the first, not the first, but I feel like this is the maturation. Like he's kind of, he's kind of grown into what he's now going to become after the, the ending of the sixth episode. He, you know, blows up the entire place so that that building like changes sizes like five times it's kind of it's kind of difficult to get your bearings around yeah i didn't like sometimes it looked like a like a skyscraper sometimes it looked like a one-story shack like i couldn't really tell what the the size of that building there's a lot of different levels to that building Mm -hmm. see they 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 built you know one part of its three stories another one six and another one's just the front store yeah so (laughs) <laughs> just everyone's just like Tuco's got out a there. good spot. I, it's a weird spot. <clears throat> I I do. It has this sort of I don't even know how to describe it, but this weird like, um, like kind of western, uh, almost like psychedelic nature to it, mm-hmm. like desert psychedelic. You know, not like a, nah, not Navajo, but like kind of um. You know, like you know, like kind of like Native American, like I don't know what I'm saying, but you know what I mean. It's just like this weird <laughs> dreamlike nature to a lot of it, and that whole explosions with you know him walking out and his nose is bleeding, and uh, I think that kind of lends to that. Uh, there's a lot more nature in like this episode too, and I love the transition. Uh, and this is one of my favorite transitions in the in the show is where they're at the couple st- or the family therapy with Walt <laughs> and uh, he talks about nature and he love you know he loves looking at nature and then it's just the van with the yellow smoke pouring out I love that yeah. image it's great and I, yeah, like, they are it, it is great such a beautiful, at contrasting those things oh yeah the, the whole show is shot so beautifully and I think this I know you don't like the scenery but I think the scenery is beautiful too no I it's not that I don't like the scenery I just just it's not it's not a place that I think of as beautiful okay. but it is beautiful mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I think these last two episodes are some of the more well shot in this first season. Mm-hmm. Um, the editing is really good. The transitions are fun. Um, it, it has like, you know, I've not. I've only watched one episode of Ozark, but mm-hmm. I, I just feel like shows that try to kind of copy Breaking Bad, like Ozark, just fail to have that look and and feel and. There's a griminess about Breaking Bad right. that, but in like particular, a, a 
beautiful kind of griminess in a way. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's it just, it's like um okay, so Breaking Bad is kind of like a, a, a early Black Keys album where okay. it's dirty and gritty, mm-hmm. but it's it's great. It's like just incredible just insanely great, but it's dark, it's gritty, it's got kind of it feels sort of underground um where I think uh, what was the other show? I can't remember which was Ozark. 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 Yeah. Which I watched the first season or so of that, and it just felt, it felt like, uh, it felt like, I mean, it felt like they were ripping it off, but it was also hey. just like they were trying to do these things without actually understanding what made it work. I really, I really enjoyed the the way these were shot. Like I don't know, the he's just so good at laying out the different scenes within the story and i while i don't like we were just talking about i don't necessarily agree with maybe the pacing or where we're fitting certain things in or ending things but i love how it fits together it's just it's it's like a like you're watching a puzzle put together yeah i love jesse's house too i love (laughs) i i don't know and he's and i want to mention that we kind of talked before the show. I've, I'm starting to find a lot of the ancillary characters very annoying. Mm-hmm. But I think Jesse has, like, it's just this, like, optimism, maybe. Or it, not, op- but I don't know, like, innocence, where it's like he's talking about, say, I'm selling the house. I'm going to move to Oregon or something. <laughs> I just found that so hilarious that he just, I'm just going to move to Oregon. Just going to get out of here. Shit. Yeah. And he's trying to sell the house. And and it looks like the house from seven, and he got like this real, you know, like put very, together very real estate agent, put together a real estate agent going through this this freaking house that looks again like the house, like the the uh, the gluttony house. It does. It and, looks uh, exactly like that. It, There's a giant just, hole in the ceiling. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. It, it's definitely fun. I uh, the scenery that he builds in these and like there's it's all just perfection. Like how do you even why why would you even get that house? Well, who would even think even the outside Wasn't with it the, his like aunt's court, house yeah, like it was his it was his aunt's house. And I guess he got it yeah. through uh the the will, which okay, this is great. So the aunt apparently had cancer too because in this yes. episode Jesse finally figures out that Walt has cancer. Mm-hmm. And Walt does the uh, Happy Gilmore thing of let's just act like an asshole and not tell anyone why you're yeah. doing this. Yeah, which I, I get. I, I don't. I honestly, I don't. That's fine. I don't. I don't um, find that annoying. I just. No. I, it is definitely a trope though, where hey, you do this for a reason. You're not going to tell anyone the reason, so you just kind of look crazy. Yeah. But once you find the reason, it, it makes sense. I'll say outside of the whole meth thing. I think Walt. I don't have a, any problem with the way that Walt is handling his cancer. None. No, 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 no. Like that's you know. I think he is definitely trying to live the best way he can, and um, despite lying to his family all the time, it's. I think he's uh, trying to live his best life, trying to live out the best he can. Right. Yeah, and it feels like this is part of the reason why I'm so why I do get annoyed with Skylar in particular is she's just not really that interested in what he wants. No. And I find Skylar and her sister and Walt Jr. and sometimes Hank just very annoying. 
Yeah. You know, not even very, like a foil or just, like set up to be like just, the adversary. They just feel they're the most like a pain uncool in the ass. people. They're the most uncool people. They're they're the they're the people you go to. You know, it's Thanksgiving dinner, and they're talking about their TikTok. And did you hear what happened on the news? I read on Facebook that <laughs> this and yeah, they're just annoying. Like they would definitely be uh, freaking uh, Q and A. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I, Hank is a prime Q candidate. <laughs> Uh, Marie yeah. probably is. Skyler Marie hundred yeah Skyler maybe not Skyler would like dabble like well maybe it is yeah no know. she's playing you it know, down the middle Skyler sure. would be like oh, I don't know maybe there are pedophiles yeah. I don't I do have a pizza ring I don't know <laughs> what's this pizza gate <gasps> I heard something about it the other day I just yeah, I, I don't know just, I mean I don't we know. what we we don't like pedophiles it seems concerning right? I mean, to it me makes sense I'm concerned uh yeah they're. <laughs> I think they're just kind of annoying people. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't know that they're written that way either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know that they were intended to be annoying. I know Skyler probably was. And then in later senses, you know, they, they definitely are supposed to be the, the, the adversarial type character. But right now, I just find them kind of overbearing and annoying. Yeah. And way too involved in the Whites' lives, lives on the Marie and Hank's side. Uh, it, yeah, I we don't know the family dynamic prior to all this, but they seem to be awfully I bet you involved. just like that. Yeah, I, I don't get how Hank is married to Marie because they seem like two very different people. Yeah, Hank is like Hank is like your chilled out bro uncle, and Marie's like this wound up. Yeah, kinda, but she would she would be really into the top cop though. Yeah, she probably would be. Yeah. She would like top cop. You know what? That makes sense too. She married a cop. She married a cop. So they're narcs and, and she, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And and Skylar practically married a cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they mm. they maybe they're just built to be that way. But they are really yeah. annoying. I, I find look, and, he, and he's he's a young actor. I don't want to berate. I think he's a fine actor. I but but Walter Jr. I I, I find him a little annoying as well. When he gets really, and I guess it's, and again, like we talked about it with the Sopranos. I think it's hard for uh, writers, adult writers to write moody teens. Because a lot of times. Because that's all they, they really have in their mind is, is like, unbearable. it's a, it's a moody teen. Like they don't yeah. know, or they don't not know, but don't remember what it's like experiencing those things. So it's kind of. And, and they're not writing kid, <clears throat> kid, like that's not the main focus. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so it's. It's like, okay, well, we'll just write him. He's upset. He's moody. He's going to say, you suck, Dad, or stop being a pussy, you know, because that's funny. Uh, I don't know. It just, I find it all a little annoying. And, like, when they're like, where do you go at night, Walt? Where do you have to go? Why do you have to be alone so much, huh? Where are you going? Maybe I have cancer, and I just need some me time. Why do you need you time? We have your family. We <laughs> want to know. We want to know everything about you. Yeah, no, I'm kind of with. Like I said, I'm kind of with Walt on all the 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 family stuff. Like it's just it's yeah. a little too much. It's a little too much. Uh, mm-hmm. But in this episode, we do get the beginning of the Hank and uh, Walt cat and mouse game, which I don't yes. think Hank knows is happening. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. He definitely doesn't. And, and we talked about last week. You said that. Hank is really dumb for not noticing all this. And I disagreed with you. I'm like, well, you know, police procedure and all this. And then 
the the whole thing with the school and the maintenance supplies and i'm like you know what i he must severely underestimate Walt. Well, and if he had like, just arrested the one guy that's obvious that you should arrest. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't mm-hmm. even investigate if any students stole anything. Right. He just was like, oh, probably the Mexican janitor. This guy got popped for marijuana once, yeah. so it must be him. Dude, I was seething during that episode. I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. He's, and he's just, he's like set up to be this real nice guy. Yeah, he's been given Walt the, gum. Which, the corniest line in the world. You got kids to teach. <laughs> like, he wasn't a thespian, like, yeah. right? He didn't have a lot of chops. But, uh, it's, no, he was fine. He was a good dude to clean up Walt's shit, and then Walt just shits on him. Dang. You know? Well, what's, what's Walt going to do? Be like, You oh. know what, though? Honestly... I thought it was worse. I thought, for some reason, I thought Walt somehow threw him under the bus. I forgot that it wasn't even Walt's fault. Yeah, no, they I couldn't happened. remember that either. I was trying to – like, my wife – we were we – were, I was watching with my wife, and she was like, oh, this guy's awesome. And I just kind of started laughing, and like, I remember what happens to old Hugo. Yeah. <laughs> Hugo gets thrown in prison. He does. He does. He does. Uh, well, they even say that they don't think it was him who stole it. Right. Right. Yeah, which makes it even more annoying because he's like, he didn't yeah. even think it was him. He just got him fired and got a little charge yeah. on him. Bullshit. Yeah, it sucks for him. It does suck for him. And, and, and like the whole PTA meeting, the whole, I just wrote, robble, 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 robble. It's a <laughs> bunch of marijuana. Oh my God, they're selling it to our kids. <laughs> Is that when he finger bangs Skyler? Yeah, that was at the beginning of the next episode. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we get the start of the little cat and mouse between Hank and, and Walt. And yeah, Hank uh, just – he never suspects Walt could do anything bad. No, and that's all contrasted with, of course, um, Walt finding out what happened with Tuco and Jesse and mm-hmm. Walt going to blow up we finally up meet Tuco. We finally meet Tuco. Because Walt needs to sell more and – they need a distributor. How do you feel about Tuco so to- as uh, as your big bad? I think you know it's you could kind of put them in buckets. You got like the you got the sort of hostile kind of big guy, and he just he's freaking wild and hostile and crazy, and he'll mm-hmm. do anything any second. And then you have um, he's very comic uh, booky, have- you know. He is, yeah. Like he's way over the top, mm-hmm. and that juxtaposes with uh, um, Giancarlo Esposito's guy. Yep, who's like very reserved, and he's very sophisticated, and he's very uh, eloquent, and he, you know, and he's a businessman, mm-hmm. and, and he's very soft spoken, and so it's sort of your, it, it, it's you know, they're definitely archetypes. And I do characters. wonder um, how Walt would have. Uh, matured throughout had he encountered somebody like Gus first rather than Tuco because he becomes a lot more like Tuco whereas strike fast and hard instead mm-hmm. of uh you know kind of play it out see how things work mind you know mind fuck your opponent more mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I don't, I don't yeah I mean you would probably get rid of Jesse sooner probably yeah probably because he doesn't just he doesn't have all this dirt on uh-huh, him, uh-huh. and Jesse isn't gonna be easily, you know. Tuco has a lot uh, of influence, like small influence on how Walt goes about his business going down the road, because mm-hmm. it just sure. it just establishes uh, the 
the uh, the man, in, the new man in Walt's life that he still has to answer to, which then, of course, goes down the road of he needs to be the man. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh. then he has to fight Nazis. Then he has to fight Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get there, all right? We'll get, we'll, we'll get to the Nazis and how we wrap all okay. it up. Still season one. We're still... Hey, man, we just killed our best villain. Nazis? How about Nazis? All right. Uh, Nazis. All right. Um, so the final episode here in the first season. Let's see. Uh, I, love, I love that we start, start off now that Walt, after his guttural scream at the end of the first episode he's getting really really into listening to people talk about his crimes now mm-hmm. so he slips a digit into into his pregnant wife a little, yeah, a little digi work that was that <laughs> i just loved that opening <laughs> that opening scene i thought it was hilarious because you're right it is like rah, 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 rah. meanwhile he's yeah. diddling people underneath the table I do, uh, I do love the drug meet because you know you are thinking, God, this is a really lame place to do a drug meet. And then Jesse's even said, calls him out. Why are we doing a drug? This is like someone who watches a movie's idea of what a drug meet would be. Why don't we do the mall? And then Tuco's like, Well, what, was the mall the closed? Mall. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's some good stuff. And I, I, I love Walt sticking to it because this is now where we meet. No matter what, yes. this is now where we meet in this abandoned ass yeah. junkyard. Yeah, Je- but Jesse's got to get his poker face under control too. He he's like trying to act as if he's not scared that Tuco's coming, but he's very obviously physically trembling. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's ju- he's just got to get his uh, where Walt in the previous episode showed us that his poker face yeah, we, is under control. Jesse's is not. We kind of skimmed over the whole incident with the uh, this is not meth. And um, you know, just getting his ass kicked. We got Skinny Pete. Skinny Pete, yeah, uh, going to going to get the try and distribute the meth, and then then Walt comes and helps Jesse out. Jesse gets to the hospital. I, I did look at a list of like uh, most beaten up uh, TV show characters. Okay, and Jesse was on that list. He was because he. We need and, the percentage. And, we need it very badly. Um, Jesse's on there. Uh, Ben Linus is on there. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Actually, it wasn't Christopher that was on there. It was uh the bartender. Okay, yeah. Sopranos. No, that yeah. probably fits better. Okay. I, I I mean Chris was beat up a lot. Yeah, no. From time to time he did have it, but the, you're right. The bar. I guess I forgot about the bartender because he w- was gone for like two seasons. He quit that was almost like back. a yeah. That was a bit. That was almost like a running bit though. Too, yeah, you know. God, yeah, let's just watch The Sopranos again. <laughs> hey, I'd, I'd be down. You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, that was that was good stuff in uh, in in this episode. I, I, I and then we talked about uh, Jesse selling the house in this episode. Um, that's an that was in a so what was so this is like the beginning of an of something that they talk about later in the show when Walt is, uh, I guess, trying to get Jesse back on his side. They were bonding over trying to start the RV. And right. this is like your actual look into their process of trying to start it. And Jesse does get it started, but it blows up. And we're not going to do Do mm-hmm. they ever get back to cooking in the RV or do we start figuring something else out soon? I assume they cook in the RV still. I can't remember. 
I don't see why they wouldn't. Well, they got to get it started now. They got to get it fixed. Because we're cooking in the basement, Trey. We're cooking mm-hmm. in the... Which seems like a terrible idea in general. But I guess yeah, that was... Does, yeah, I guess that was Jesse's original setup was just kind of cooking in a house. Mm-hmm. And later on, they do cook in the... Uh, uh, the insect tents. The firm... Fir, what is I don't, What is it called? Where you kill the insects in your house? Ex- extermination sure. extermination tent mm-hmm. yeah and they do the uh oh that's back to the nazis <laughs> that's how they meet the nazis yeah that's, the nazis, yeah, yeah. that's how they meet the yeah. nazis uh the nazis. okay and uh jesse plemons jesse plemons yes the the yeah we get now uh filling the shoes of philip philip seymour hoffman jesse plemons i saw an interesting th- interesting thing about jesse plemons and how uh uh, he's sort of filling that role of Philip Seymour Hoffman, kind of that same like look and character he does. Are we all just saying that because he never got unfat from? Uh... No, I I think it's it's he has this weird like presence about him, and he kind of is just plays these sort of odd characters. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of that. Maybe because his characters are very. There's always something up with them, you know. <laughs> there is. There's always something off. Yeah, no, I agree. I, 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 I like the comparison. I think uh, Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman might have been a little bit more like big. I don't know. I feel like his characters are kind of reserved, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's weren't always reserved. Right. Yeah. His were not very reserved. Yeah. No. But that also could yeah. just be like. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Great greatness, greatness. Was he another fentanyl? Was he another fentanyl death? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was something like that. <sighs> These opioids. These opioids, uh-huh. man. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I remember uh, the Hardline did a segment where he wrote a letter to his son saying, no, in his will to his son, it was, you have to live in like New York, or you cannot live in in L.A., or you don't get this inheritance. Because <laughs> he wanted to keep him away from, and then like, I think Corby and Mike were like, "Well, what if he wants to live in like Forney? <laughs> <laughs> what if he wants to live in like Longview or, uh, yeah. or Crandall, something like that? Denton. Yeah, Denton. If he wants to live in McKinney, oh, he's gonna be able to. <laughs> no, no, he's got to stay in he's New York. To live in New York. Yeah, New York yeah. only. New York only. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so they go to the meet, the second or the yeah the second is the first meet that they show up with with uh, not quite enough meth. That was yes, this the first the one. The first yeah. one. So they show up with not quite enough meth. And this is at the point where Jesse's already explained the poundage situation that Walt got them in in the previous episode and we got to learn about Smurfs, which I liked. I thought mm-hmm. that was fun. And um so we sh- That's what I call my dad when he tells me, "Hey Trey, go into the Gas station, get me some more uh, Sudafed. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, okay, Dad. All right, I'll be your Smurf. I'll be your Smurf. Uh, so they end up short, and Walt goes ahead and just ups the ante anyway. Yeah, such a such a cocky move. A- especially when he's already been told that it's going to be tough doing what we're going to do. But it does bring us to uh, full MacGyver Walt. As he- <laughs> right, and I, I wrote a tweet, and I think people misinterpreted it. I didn't write it well. Is uh, Breaking Bad is just MacGyver. It kind of is. Yeah, we just get MacGyver stuff all the time, you know? And, and that's the fun part about it is he always has some kind of, like, new trick. Yeah, he's got to, he's got some sort of bag of sand that'll blow up a building or 
another bag of sand that'll cut through a lock. Yeah. And then we also get the yeah, Mr. White, yes, science. Yep, we line. memed that one. I was Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. at my TV on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. So to get out of town, Walt, I guess, told everybody he was going to a sweat lodge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweat lodge. Yeah. Which is like, like John Locke. Like John Locke. We're, I love that we got these connecting tentacles to all of our other We do, shows. and they're also bald. They are also now. bald, so it works out really well. Who looks better bald? Locke or Walt? I get... I, I think I'm being swayed that Locke's fake hair looked so bad. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. Be- he looks worse with hair. I think Brian Cranston looks just as good with hair yes. as he does without hair. He can hair. pull either off Whereas, very well. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, Terry O'Quinn, kind of got to be a not so good with hair. Looks awesome without yes. hair. Yes. So. Yeah. No. He's he's in in the uh, bald man club. Bald man club for right. sure. Right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Okay. So before Walt leaves, though, for the sweat lodge, they have a baby shower for Skyler and the new baby. Yeah. Yeah, gender reveal. That'd be a gender reveal now. So we, I'm, I'm weeks away, mere weeks away from becoming a father for the second time. And mm, are you gonna have a baby shower like this? No. Oh, go on. I'm sorry. I think I know what you're about to get to. So maybe. I got a lot of good gifts the first time I had a kid, and even uh-huh. this time we did pretty well. We cleaned up pretty good. Okay. No one, however, got me a baby tiara with actual jewelry on it. And I'm upset about that. I feel like well, I- also also didn't Skylar just make fun of Walt's buddy for opening his gifts at his birthday? Yes. And now she's doing the exact same thing. Yes, she is. I don't know how it works, but so that well, that's I mean that's how you're supposed to do it, but do you open gifts at a ba- I guess it's different at a baby shower. Is it different cuz it's know. girls? Yeah, and also like, are men not allowed to celebrate? You know what? Though I was at a baby shower, and that's what they did. Yeah, no, they definitely do that. Yeah, so I don't know why it looked like. I I don't know why it looked like he was such a child opening those gifts in front of everybody because that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was hilarious, and it like I even kind of thought, oh, that is kind of weird, but. But you do do that at a baby shower. shower. I guess that's cool. I don't know. I I guess it's because it's the baby's. It's the baby. They can't physically open them. Because they're right. in the belly, right? They can't physically open yes. them, so you have to. You open have them to, floor. or they just become. They're just wrapped. You just have gifts in your house. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants just gifts that you can't open. So, I don't know. Yeah. So this is sort of the. Uh, I do remember this part. It's weird. All the all the shoplifting stuff happens pretty early on. I thought that was more like season three stuff. Yeah, I thought it was a little for some later. reason, and maybe that's it yeah. Kind of when you stream these things, it's kind of hard to like delineate between the seasons sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So she st- she Skylar goes back to return the tiara because who the fuck needs a tiara for a baby like a real tiara? And uh, apparently it's stolen. And they like hold her in the store. Hold her in the store. <laughs> she didn't yeah. steal it, and she just kind of goes to her little back room and sits there. But finally, does what I would have done and just kind of walks out. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. What are y'all gonna do? But she did do the do the whole I'm pregnant and having a baby thing, yeah. which was gonna work. Absolutely was mm-hmm. gonna work. It's a great way to get out of a, a, a robbery. That was a that was a high Skylar moment. High Skylar no, moment. No, that was great. No, that was good. Yeah. That was good stuff. That was a good Skylar moment. 
You don't get a lot of those, but that was a good one. No, you don't. It, it's it sucks that we're now like just bashing the character because I I think there's a point I don't know. Yeah, no, there is, but yeah, it's we 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 we'll we'll get to a little bit more into Skylar in a couple of seasons when we start to see her her uh, become more aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, and then Walt gives it's what it's just it's like I just Eddie Falco was so great as uh yeah. As um, um, oh, well, I want to say Clarice, Clarice, Carmela, Carmela, yeah, Carmela, yeah. Let's see, and 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 again, it's because she knew what was going on. Yeah, exactly. She, it's like she knew, not in the dark about the entire situation. Makes no. it a lot different. Well, I mean, and she was in the dark and things she needed to be in the dark about, and and then she had her own demons, and, and she also just wasn't annoying. Her character, she was a good actress. Her character was not reliant on Tony. For right. her plot to be moved forward, whereas right. Skyler needs Walt for us to care yes. about her and for her plot to move forward. I think that's the 100%. biggest, the biggest yeah, difference between them. Right, because because Carmela has her own th- things going on, own stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Skyler gets point. a little bit of it later, but especially now, she's it, it's everything is so reliant on what's happening to Walt and how is he dealing with it. So. Right. Kind of, there's not really a lot of room left in the story to use for Skylar's actual deal, you know? Mm-hmm. But she's still annoying, so we don't like her. <laughs> uh, Walt gives uh, Jesse the shopping list, which he comes back with everything f- except for the methylamine. And again, back to uh, Walt MacGyver. This is one of the most memorable scenes in the show, I think, right? With the. Uh getting the meth I mean, yeah and locking the guy in the uh yeah. in the uh, porter potty is hilarious and them just shuffling away carrying right. the, the giant jug that that was probably like the first time you get like the spy version of breaking bad which right. is always fun if we get very metal i even wrote metal gear solid on there. yeah yeah, like, yeah very uh sneaking in uh-huh. infiltrating we're very sleuthy in this in this situation yeah. it was and it's hilarious because they don't know what they're doing and they're just have, jesse's just they having get, a good like, time they get really crazy winter hats yeah <laughs> or winter uh <laughs> yeah little beanies and <laughs> to wear yeah no i like that that was all that was all very well put together of two and mm-hmm. then and it's even better that they like had a line on some guys that would do it for him, but Walt, so uh, he's saving all of his pennies, so we could just do this ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. And they did, to his credit. They did. And they have this now endless source of methylamine, which uh, seems conven- conveniently named. Yeah. We yeah. Never... I mean, if you need a th- one thing on your list that you know what it's for, it's it's that. It's the hey, obviously, we're going to need methylamine obviously. Yeah, yeah. to make meth. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah. So they get to uh, they get everything they need, and they get to start. They start their cook in the basement, but unfortunately, Jesse forgot today's open house day. <laughs> yeah, and you get all the the people going around and, and looking liked, at everything, and I liked Walt um kind of just putting it on jesse like get rid of him and it seemed like jesse was at that door for a minute before he decided to finally go out <laughs> and say anything uh but that's a hilarious situation with the real estate agent blowing uh 
They're yeah. spraying spray because somebody can smell the cat piss smell from downstairs. She, she just looks so out of place at that that house. They, everybody does. I can't believe yeah. anybody walked in that house and was like, you know what? This I could see myself living here. Yeah. <laughs> it was all really, really perfect. And then Walt comes home and finds out about Marie. He's pretty exhausted, so it's really not, not weighing on him too much. Um. And I guess that's kind of the split as we start in next season between uh, Marie and Skyler that plays out a little mm-hmm. bit further because they become more against each other next season before we all come back together, buddy, buddy. I'm trying to think, did we miss a... Um, we have like Walt and... Uh... Walt and um, Hank talking. Yeah, that's what I was... Smoking cigars. And... Yeah. I was wondering, are Cuban cigars still illegal? Yes. I think they were not for a minute, and then our previous president put Mm. Cuba back on the no-fly list, so I think they're illegal again. Yeah, I mean, you would think Hank would be a little more intelligent about drugs and what's illegal and not legal and why, and I guess he is, but I don't know, like, the marijuana He just has different opinions on... Yeah, yeah. He has he he's the guy that's going to tell you about how marijuana is a gateway drug, and that's why it needs to be. And he does say that, yeah, and it needs to be treated. But I, but I don't know if he way. really believes it. I don't know that anybody actually believes that marijuana is like that bad. It's all mm-hmm. posturing and whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it should be legal. Trade. I want to see the show made today where it is is legal. Well, I don't want to. I mean, you know, yeah, because it, it is a very. Uh, it, it's crazy um, I how say it's anti marijuana, but like everyone in the show is anti weed. Yeah, like very I, very anti weed. It's crazy how uh, weed has the perception of weed has changed so much in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously legalization uh, does that, but <clears throat> it's just a different deal. Like people just yeah. do not view it the same way as they did in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. As a whole, like as a as a society, not even just like some people don't think it's bad anymore. No, it's the society has really shifted the way they view it. Uh, it's way more in the category in societal uh, of alcohol than it is like yeah. any other drug you can think of. Maybe maybe you mm-hmm. throw cocaine in that same that same boat, yeah. but I think even most people think that's a lot harsher than marijuana. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know that that's true or not, but. Just, you know. I would... I don't think I'd ever try cocaine. But I I've tried never tried weeds. cocaine. I know people that have tried cocaine, and it doesn't really look like that big a deal. Like, I know it makes your heart race. I don't want to fuck with that shit. Yeah, no, it's not... It's, I'm already pretty high anxiety and high-toned myself. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be up any any further than I already am, you know? Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, you mean, like, recreational drugs, though? Yeah. You know? Recreationally, Weed. I don't need to, yeah, move up in the energy spectrum. I don't think cocaine would ever be legal. I see marijuana very slowly being legal. Yeah, no, it's I, not gonna be legal here because of our backwards ass state. But yeah, whatever, just drive a couple hours north. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll be fine. Can't drive right now. So. Mm. I have mm. to drive. I have to drive it a bit. I still have like one more thing I have to work on then drive. You gotta drive. Uh, how far do you have to drive? Just a few miles, right? 
15 miles. 15? Not 15 miles. No, no, no. I have to drive to Dallas. Okay. From Dallas to Dallas. From 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 different part of Dallas to the other part I'm in of North Dallas. Dallas to yeah. to south of Dallas. To southern-ish Dallas. American Airlines Center is. Yeah, next door. And I'm at a I'm in a, the Village Apartments. Oh. Somebody's moving up in the world. They give you a raise oh, yeah. down there at the radio station? No, they didn't. <laughs> I hear you guys make the big money, you full-timers. Man, let me tell you all the money I make doing radio. <laughs> so much money. So much uh-huh. money. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, I think that kind of well, wraps up the season here. We're, we're going to get to about... season two with the, yeah. the crazy bear that really kind of doesn't mean anything uh, next next week. <laughs> yeah. That? Uh, the I, pink bear? I, I don't remember the pink bear. The I pink guess I'll bear, see it's like a motif that shows up. At the beginning of, um, I want to say it's the second season. They have like that motif at the beginning of every episode, and they get a little more and a little more and a little more. And it's like kind of acting like there's going to be this humongous shootout at Walt's house, but it's not. It's something else. Oh, whoa, 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 okay, okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're mm-hmm. talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about that. And, and uh, you know. These, I feel like the sixth episode is kind of where Breaking Bad and Heisenberg really starts. You know, yeah, you we hear your, the name Heisenberg. Yeah, and I just, uh, this is, it feels like this is where the show picked up steam, even though I didn't necessarily love where they ended the first season. It feels like this is where they kind of hit their stride and what they want to do and just went out and knocked it out of the park because i uh-huh. it just really takes off after this point uh i'm excited it's it's good stuff cranston's amazing it's shot beautifully really 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 great um i think early thoughts is is it's just uh, if you want to try and compare this to sopranos you certainly can but it is not on the same field at least in the first season so far no yeah it's just it's not but it's still great. It's still it's, really, it's, really, it has that's really not good a, moments. And yeah. we're talking about the great, it's, it's maybe the there. greatest television show of all time. So it's really not a, yeah. a slight to not do that, you know? Right. But really yeah, fun. You know, really, really fun. It is fun. It is fun. It's a fun time. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with more uh, Breaking Bad, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye.